This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon. I'm Marshall Davis. For Christians, one of the most difficult barriers to seeing value in any other spiritual tradition is the Church's exclusive claim on salvation. It has a powerful grasp on our psyches in the Church, Catholic, Orthodox, and Protestant especially, the more conservative and fundamentalist and evangelical forms of Christianity, there's always the looming threat that Christianity is the only religion that can save us. It is their way or the highway to hell. We better not stray or we'll be sorry. What exactly it is we are being saved from varies somewhat, but usually involves the threat, the threat of hell or at the very least not getting into heaven. If the alternative is not explicitly stated as hell, then it is implied that we will miss out on spending eternity in a celestial paradise with our loved ones. How we are saved also varies, but it boils down to the grace of God with some role for faith and works made possible through a sacrifice offered to satisfy the demands of a righteous and holy God. Christianity teaches that the end and goal of the spiritual life is salvation in the afterlife. This earthly existence is just a training ground and a preparation for another life. Salvation is usually pictured as the everlasting existence of an individual spiritual self, usually called the soul, after physical death, either in heaven or a new earth. The most ancient Christian understanding of the afterlife is resurrection. Afterlife takes the form of corporeal existence in a physical body that will not die and is not subject to age, pain, sorrow, or any of the other vagaries of regular earthly human existence. In both cases, salvation, whether in heaven or through resurrection on a new earth, is something that happens after death, even though one can enjoy some of the benefits now before death. My experience of Christ and his teachings is different. I don't perceive salvation as primarily about afterlife, but about life now in the eternal present. This emphasis on the present is much more in line with the worldview of the Old Testament. The Old Testament writers had no concept of a future individual afterlife, and it would have been very strange for a Jew like Jesus, steeped in the Hebrew scriptures, to believe in one. That came into Christianity from Greek philosophy, along with the idea of an individual immortal soul. When we look at what Jesus preached in the Gospels, we see that he told stories about divine judgment and resurrection, and even at least one about heaven, Lazarus and the rich man. Now, how do we interpret them? I see them as symbolic. 
Jesus taught in parables, which are stories with a spiritual message. Now, stories are not meant to be taken literally. If Jesus wanted his words to be taken literally, he would have given theological lectures. But he didn't. He told stories. Stories are teaching devices meant to communicate truth. In the same way, the last book of the Bible, the Revelation of Jesus Christ, as it is called, is a storybook. We would call it today a graphic novel, which has vivid symbolic images and storylines, which are not to be taken literally any more than we would take graphic novels or fantasy novels today literally. I love C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia. Lewis's tales communicate truth to me, but I do not believe in talking lions or beavers or mice. Likewise, I do not believe in talking snakes, donkeys, and dragons as found in the Bible. But I believe that these stories communicate spiritual truth. The same with Jesus' parables. Parables are fictional stories that communicate spiritual truth about life lived in the spirit. Later on, ecclesiastical types with no imagination took them literally and turned them into doctrine. That's what's caused all the problems. These stories that Jesus told involved apocalyptic events often, including divine judgment and resurrections and involving supernatural figures like angels and demons and the devil and a figure is called the Son of Man. He talked about reward and punishment and everlasting life and everlasting fire. Now these are not meant as a guidebook to the afterlife, and certainly not a timetable for the end times. They are meant to communicate spiritual truth, to teach how life is lived now, spiritually and morally. They are metaphors pointing to present spiritual reality now, not descriptions of what's going to happen to individual souls or spirits after death. He is saying that life can be a hellish suffering, or it can be divine peace and joy. Furthermore, he is saying that you reap what you sow. You could even read them as Jesus saying that life is suffering, and salvation is freedom from suffering, which is exactly what the Buddha taught. These stories all support Jesus' main teaching in the Gospels which was a call for us to see and to enter the kingdom of God, waking up to the presence of God here and now. As far as we can recover the earliest teaching of Jesus, it was very simple. He preached the kingdom of God. He proclaimed, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, I've talked about the, the meaning of this of this phrase and other episodes, but I need to repeat the essence of it here very briefly because it is so central to Jesus' understanding of salvation. Too often, Jesus' words have been interpreted by Christian preachers to mean this, feel guilty and sorry for your sins because you are a miserable sinner. A judgment day is coming. You'll go to hell if you have not been forgiven for your sins by the divine judge. Become a Christian and you will be saved from hell 
and rewarded with paradise. Now that is not what Jesus meant. He never said anything like that. That is what the later church turned his message into. What he said was simply this, Repent, for the kingdom of God, or the kingdom of heaven, is at hand. Now the Greek word for repent, used in the Gospels, is metanao. The word for repentance is metanoia. It means literally to rethink. It refers to a complete transformation of the mind. The Greek word that's used in the New Testament is composed of two smaller Greek words. One is nao, or noia, or nos, which means the mind. The other is meta, which means beyond. So it means literally beyond the mind. The call to repent points to a perception that goes beyond the mind. Jesus is calling us to open up to a reality beyond normal thinking. He's pointing us beyond our rational thinking process to see the kingdom of God, which he says is at hand, literally within arm's reach, at our fingertips, right here, now, not in the future, not in the sky, here and now, which ironically is forever and eternal. So Jesus is saying, wake up, open your mind, and touch the kingdom of heaven, which is here. And the time to do it is now. Jesus is calling us to awaken. A lot of his parables are exactly about that, about people who were asleep and who woke up. Jesus is talking about spiritual awakening. That was his understanding of salvation. Yes, it is salvation from sin and death and guilt and judgment and all that, as Christianity says, but not in the way it says. We are saved from those because salvation is being saved from ourselves, which is the source of all that emotional suffering and fear. There's none of that in the kingdom of God. As the scripture says, perfect love casts out fear. This is the peace that surpasses human understanding. Now I entitled this episode, Salvation or Awakening. The answer to that question is yes, not either or, both and. It's not Christian salvation against every other spiritual tradition and religion. It's not us against them. Salvation is spiritual awakening. It is new birth. It is resurrection. It is heaven now. It is eternal life beyond time. Rethink. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. 
My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Thank you.